The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. 630 Chad, live from the Chorus Radiothon in support of the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation. You know what I love? What I love about this day is that when I see families come back and visit and get to catch up with them and um, and 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 see how well everyone's doing and maybe in, sometimes it's maybe been a bit of a, a tough year but the Nagel family at Leduc joining me this afternoon. Um, so Emma is here. Hi Emma. Hi. Hi. Hi Cameron. Hi. Hi Mom. How are you? We're all good. Yeah, good. So uh, Dad doesn't have a headset on here. So no. Dana and and. Richard over here. He's like, no, you guys do the talking. Now, we first met, what, 12 years ago? Yep, yeah. the very first year that uh, we were here, Emma had just been diagnosed um, about eight, nine months previous. Yeah, so it was the first time we were here. You were just little. I was little. You were little. You yeah. were like, what, five years old? Yeah. yeah. Five years old, and you're mm-hmm. just graduating grade 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How awesome is that? Awesome. Yeah. Um, Mom, you know, there's there's such, there's so many layers to your family's story. And um, I, I want to go back so our listeners know that because uh, Emma's diagnosis um, it came from a very sad part when you when you lost your daughter Sophia uh, Sophia was born in in May of 2007 and passed away three days later yes and at the time they didn't know why exactly we didn't know why she seemed to be a perfectly healthy baby and she passed away after we got home from the hospital and nobody knew why we came to find out um, through the stollery and through the medical examiner that she had something called MCAD, which is a metabolic disorder. Mm. Three or six months later, Emma ended up really, really sick in the hospital and they didn't know what was wrong with her. And all we knew is that Sophia had died from this and there was a chance that she could have it as well. She was diagnosed with it. She was really sick. We almost lost her. I don't even know how many times that year. She ended up with sepsis and we were on IV treatments. Uh, And I know even the first year we were here, we didn't know that we would ever make it to graduation with Emma. This is... um, This is amazing. It's a huge huge thing. Every day is a gift for us. We don't ever know how long she has with us. But it has been... It has been an amazing 12 years full of scary, (laughs) wonderful, amazing, and sometimes horrible things. She's coded on us so many times like I, that, I I can't say how happy I am that she's still here or so Dana how do, do we know how is it that Sophia passed away so quickly from it and 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 Emma it took so long for or long for her to be diagnosed like that you know it's I we don't know why she just she wasn't able, um, she wasn't feeding well at the time, and Emma always, she was a really good eater just from birth, and Emma never had been sick or anything really until she was five when she got so ill. So and that's really the only the only thing that kept Emma going was that she was this teeny tiny scrawny little kid and we fed her all the time and literally in the middle of the night she would wake up saying I'm so hungry and we would really? feed her in the middle of the night and it's what kept her alive. So MCAT and I'm going to try to read this and you can correct me for it. It is medium chain acyl 
a coenzyme dehydrogenase deficiency? Yeah, pretty good. Okay. <laughs> it's a disease. It's a disease where the body can't turn fat into energy. Yes. Um, so you were diagnosed with this um, along with a, a muscle disease. What yeah. is that? Um, so that's where my muscles deteriorate over time. So at one point in my life, I will have to use a wheelchair for the rest of my life. But thank you, goodness I don't have to do it right now. Emma, you are the only person in the world with both of these diseases? Yeah. Yeah, that they can find. And their treatments are completely off. <laughs> So what does, how does that impact your world? Like, what does treatment look like for you? Well, we have to treat MCAD because it's life-threatening. Okay. So we have to, so I'm just basically on a lot of pain meds for the, for the, for my muscle disease. Okay. And the other one, we just kind of, we just, we treat it with the medication and her diet. And anytime she's sick, she's in the hospital. So what might be a simple gastric bug for you or I, or a bad cold, she's in here getting special IV fluids to make her survive. So, um, Emma, when you talk about the, the, the pain that it, it causes, can you explain that to, to someone who doesn't know? Is it like a, is it an ache? Is it a sharp pain? And, you know, you talk about eventually having to use a, a wheelchair all the time. Do you have to use one now every once in a while? Every once in a while, I'll have to use a wheel, my wheelchair or my walker because of how painful I am, I'm in. Um, it's hard to describe the yeah. pain. Like, because it's different for everyone else. And you don't have really anything else to compare it to, right? Yeah. It's just what you've known. Yeah. It's just what you've known. Okay, so the fact that she, uh, I'm just amazed that she's sitting here in front of us at 18 <laughs> years of age, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they brought a picture of us of the first time that we <laughs> met. When you took that picture, did you think that she would be here today? No, I didn't. We, we had no idea. There's... There's not tons of, of people, like MCAD was only discovered, I believe it was in like 1991. So yeah. it hasn't even been around that long. So really people are, you know, just starting to get to, you know, 30, 35, 40 years of age where, you know, and, and we never, the, the treatments haven't really changed mm -hmm. even. So it, there's really not a lot of research done because it is so rare. So Emma, when you hear, you know, your mom talking about this and you know at 18 years of age what's coming down the road, what do, what do you think? Um, that's is that like, tough to hear or is it? I've just kind of learned that like it's part of my life yeah. and it's never really going to go away. So I just kind of dealt with it and... Just you make the best of it, don't you? Yeah. You have this big, beautiful smile, like just a gorgeous girl, and you walked over here, and you just, I'm like, oh, you look fantastic. It looks like things are going really well. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, I'm so thrilled that, that you're here with us. Okay, so we need to take a break here, and uh, when we come back, we want to talk about Cameron, because, yes, we're going to get to you, Cameron, <laughs> big smile, because Cameron, uh, Emma's brother, is also a Stollery child, and we'll find out what's been going on with him. He's had a bit of a tough year, but still has a big smile on his face. So we'll continue that conversation with the Nagel family from the 21st edition of the Chorus Radiothon right after this. 
6.30 Chad, live from the Chorus Radiothon in support of the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation. So we were telling you about uh, Emma Nagel at 17, almost 18 years of age, about to graduate from Christ the King School in uh, in uh, Leduc, was in a musical theater production this year. <laughs> yeah, we're performing it in March. It's Good. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, and you got a roll. Yeah, I got the two of hearts. I make a lot of jokes, <laughs> and it's my first, like, um, I guess, talking role. Yes, well, fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, I can just, with that big smile of yours, you're going to just be that. One on the stage that no one can uh, take their eyes off of. Cameron is also a Stollery kid. Hey, Cameron. Hi. It is nice to see you again. How you doing? Good. Yeah, you've had a bit of a tough year, I hear. Yep. What's been going on? So I had seven surgeries this past year. Seven surgeries? Yes. Okay, so hold on to that thought for a second. Mom, um, Cameron um, was born with what's called a tethered spinal cord. Yes, he was. Which means what? So basically, your spinal cord is supposed to be free-flowing in the back. So as you grow, it just moves with you. And his wasn't. His was actually tethered to bone and tissue. And then at four years of age, diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. Yes. Okay. Um, and Again, two, two totally separate things. different kind of diagnoses that are not typically seen together. Yeah. So again, it's just this really complex thing where the doctors don't always know how to treat them because what you would treat, how you would treat a child with a tethered cord and spina bifida is not how you would treat a child with the muscular okay. dystrophy. Now, there's um, some aspiration issues as well. And you yes. have a G-tube? Yes. Yes, you do. And that's yes. how for feeding? Yes. So he does eat orally as well, but he mm-hmm. aspirates quite a bit of thin liquids. Okay. So he he um, also needs supplements through his G-tube. Yeah. All right. So that's, uh, yes. that's a lot going on. You have some braces on your legs that yes. go from mid-thigh all the way down to your toes. Yep. They help you walk? Yes, yes. they do. Um, now, I so see you have a wheelchair as well yeah so are you are you in the wheelchair a lot now yeah why because my legs get tired really fast yeah yeah okay and so that's just yeah that's just easier so these seven surgeries you had over the past your mom said it was a was a tough year can you give us an idea of what you went through I went through like a bunch of pain mm. and I had What's it a called? collapsed lung. <laughs> you had a collapsed, a collapsed lung. lung. An aspiration pneumonia. Yeah. And an, asp- an aspiration pneumonia. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. You look great. Yeah, you look great. You know what? The one thing that I love about uh, this family from the first time I've, I've met uh, you, all of you have a big smile on your face. Um, no matter all of the things that you're going through you have a smile on your face and and that's pretty cool is it tough to 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 have that smile on your face sometimes cameron yes because when you're in a lot of pain it's hard to smile yeah so what makes you smile just being here having a bunch of nurses and doctors there for me and there, and and do you, do you get to know them really well? Yes, I do. Do you have a favorite doctor and nurse, or is that Not fair? Really. Okay, <laughs> Cameron, I hear that um, you've started playing sledge hockey yes, as well. I have. What's that like? It's a really cool experience. Yeah. 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 So is this your first year? Your second year? 
It's my third year. Your third year? <gasps> yeah. What, what position do you play? I play forwards. Good for you. And yeah. playing some wheelchair basketball as well? Yeah. It's my first year on wheelchair basketball. Which one do you like most? I kind of like both of them. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What grade are you in now? I am in grade five. In grade five. Okay. So what's next for, for these amazing kids of yours? We don't know. This year we uh, transition Emma into adult care, which is always super hard. I mean, we've made the, the nurses and the doctors here are family. So even them, as they talk about transition, are, you, you know, brought to tears, yeah. you know, saying, we're going to miss you so much. Come back and visit. So what is that? So adult, what does that? So basically we're transitioning all of the different uh, doctors and clinics that we go to all to adult clinics. Okay. And adult clinics are completely different. It's it's Probably just a different a, feel, maybe. It's even, just yeah. it's it's definitely different, and it's also Emma learning how to advocate for herself and and take care of all of her own medical stuff. Yeah, how's that been for you? It's been okay. I've been starting to do my my all of my meds um, now by myself, um, and like getting my formula ready for bed and all of that. But they still help me with, like, prescriptions and stuff. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you graduate from high school this year... Yay! Yay! <laughs> what do you want to do? What do you want to do afterwards? I want to become a child life specialist for the salary. It's a pretty special place for you, isn't it? Yeah. What would it mean for you to be able to turn around and do for kids what they've done for you? For me, it's giving back. That's how I give back is I want to work here someday and help the children that are going to be in need when I'm there and to help them through the way, like, how they helped me through. Yeah. Well, I have no doubt that you're going to do that. <laughs> and Mr. Cameron, yeah? what's next for you? I don't know. No? Yeah, I'm just going to finish school, going to play some more sledge hockey, yeah. some more wheelchair basketball, mm -hmm. keep smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his health right now stabilized. Every, everything has stabilized uh, for the two of them. We probably have some more surgeries for both of them coming up this year. Hopefully, nothing too too crazy, <laughs> too too major. I always hate saying that because it seems to be what drops the bomb for us. But hopefully, it, it's it's a smoother year this year. When when you hear Emma talk about the impact that the Stollery and the people here have had on her life, and I'm sure that Cameron is the same way. I, mean, I like, always like to ask the parents about that as well because we know that you know you guys come here and the focus is on kids. Yes. I mean, it's to get them healthy, to get them, you know, feeling better. But the parents aren't left out either, are they? They're not. You know, I've, I've had nurses cry with me when, uh, after they've done CPR on the kids or, or begged the kids. They... I, I've had them, I've had doctors come and, and sit with me because there was a snowstorm and Richard couldn't get here and they've just delivered some horrible news that you never imagined and, and you know, they've, they've, you know, they were supposed to go home to their family and instead they're, you know, they've said to you, you know what, how about I stay here with you for an hour or two and just talk with you and make sure that you're okay. And it, it's just, it's an amazing, it's an amazing facility. We're so lucky to have it in our backyard. So what do you want uh, the folks listening right now? So you can think about this because I'm going to ask your sister first, all right? Okay. So you think about it there, Cameron. <laughs> what do you want people to know about why they should 
could pick up the phone and maybe make a donation this afternoon? They should make a donation because it helps all the children here at the salary get better care and um, it gets different medical technology that we need here so everyone can have a special care to their own needs mm -hmm. um, and so they can get better and hopefully go home. Graduate from high school. Yeah. Graduate from high school. <laughs> yeah. So Cameron, what about you? So same about that, but also... So they can get more toys for the beach when people like don't have like stuff to bring because yeah. like they just got allergic reaction and you have to rush here, right? Yeah. The yeah. beach is a is a good place for kids to hang out when you're yes. when you have to stay here for a long time, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Uh, the Nagel family, it's been wonderful to see you all again. Thank you so much. Thank you for thank having us. You, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. The phone number is 780-407-KIDS. That's 407-5437. And again, all you have to do is text Stollery with two L's to 45678 if you want to make a donation as well. The website, if you're listening, maybe online at your work computer. Uh, open up another tab, will you? And uh, type in StolleryKids.com. You can find it uh, right there. Thank you again. Great Great to see you. We'll take a break for the 4 o'clock news. More on the other side. 9-1-1 on a new night, Thursday, March 14th on Global, stream on Stack TV.